our signing has never been more real than it is now. Like, we're the conventional podcast, and for an entire year, there are, well, essentially no conventions. With an asterisk. Yeah, with an asterisk next to that. That We'll get to that later. It it really does feel like we should pack it up, man. There's little we can do, and there's nothing to review. But that would be a disservice, and y'all know we ain't part of that shit. Yep, so we'll, we'll be here to talk your ear off and give you some content during the quarantine times. Because oh. uh, stuff is still happening in our scene, and actually some of it's quite interesting. Uh, there were a few conventions before the quarantine went to effect in February. And then after that, there have been a couple online conventions and conventions that have been doing online activities that we'll be talking about. We'll talk about maybe future plans for conventions later this year, even if that's a possibility, because, you know, that's still up in the air. But COVID-19 has definitely changed a lot this year. And, you know, we, we obviously have to talk about it to some extent. Yeah. So, honestly, by this point, we all know about COVID-19, how it affects our lives, how it affects the economy, the world around us as a whole. We all know this. For many of us, events we have looked forward to all year have been pretty much canceling left and right. We kind of say You might not even be working anymore at this point. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started on that, man. That that That's the biggest bullshit of all of this. I mean, it depends on your industry, right? Because if yeah. you're like an essential industry, like importing and exporting, because, you know, that still needs to happen for us to get masks and gloves and stuff like that. Or if you're, you know, in the medical field, you obviously need it and you're obviously working in and you're putting in extra hours, actually, instead of, you know, getting less because there's more to do because there's not as many people doing it. Yeah. You know? And honestly, I, I tip my hat to friggin' nurses, doctors, first responders, everybody that's out there doing what they can to actually make this as stable as possible. Cause, yeah, because I know we shit. all want to get back to usual and they're all doing a lot so we can get back there sooner rather than later so that also being said fuck the people riding in the streets right now fucking psycho yeah i I don't know what they're thinking either (laughs) it's like it's like you're going to make it spread more and like even if you don't show the symptoms you can still get the disease and spread it and that's like the concerning thing that people are ignoring yeah and it's like it doesn't matter your age. You can still get it and affect people older or younger than you. And and that's a concerning part that people are ignoring and concerns me a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but if you're one of those people, that's you. I don't want none to do with that shit. Me, I'm staying my happy ass at home. I'm self-isolating like a good boy, and I'm trying to talk your ears off right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm self-isolating for the most part, except for, you know, when I have to go to work or do grocery shopping. But when I am going out, I'm wearing gloves and I'm wearing a mask, which you all should be doing as well. And make sure you're washing your hands regularly. And then just make sure you're getting everything when you wash your hands, because uh, if you don't spend like 30 seconds washing your hands, then you probably aren't getting everything. Well, no shit. There's also the fact, stop touching your damn faces. That's the bad thing. Stop touching your faces. Yeah. But that's a fair point. There, all this negativity aside, there are certain things out there that actually make me happy. There are things that I actually sit back and go, okay, things are actually looking up. I'm seeing hope when it comes to actually seeing cosplayers, when I'm seeing furries, when I'm seeing convention goers left and right 
doing things that they're supposed to be doing, but at the same time helping their fellow man. I've seen people on Twitter making masks from freaking material that they were going to use for cosplayers this year and hanging out to nurses. That brought a tear to my eye. That I love. I'm seeing freaking companies like Funimation dropped an uh, entire thing of the real folk blues with everybody still in self-isolation. You had Substantial and Mega Ren freaking freestyling and doing some badass nerdcore and that shit. That stuff makes me happy. You have conventions left and right switching on to streaming services. You have anime coming out and trying to keep things stable. It's stuff like this that makes me happy. And I know it sounds a little selfish, but at the same time, I love the fact that there is this growing community of people that was already there, but just slowly coming together in realization that we're not against each other. We're trying to help. We're trying to help everybody get through this in one way, shape, or form. The introverted side of me, you know, doesn't mind either. Me getting to spend a little bit more time in, by myself doesn't <laughs> hurt me. And for other introverts, they probably don't mind that much either. Oh, yeah. Probably just another day at the office. But there are a lot of companies that I know in the importing and exporting field, because I work there, there are a lot of companies who don't specialize in masks at all, and they're trying to bring in masks, and they're trying to bring in gloves, and they're trying to bring in, you know, other essential medical supplies that we need to try and make sure that we have what we need over here to help everyone. I know the FDA has lifted restrictions on certain types of medical supplies by any masks and gloves so that they're easier to transport, actually. So, I mean, I'm not in favor of all of the response our government has done to this because they've been a little bit slow. I've seen snails that run faster. I must say, this is anything, this is like the slowest I've ever seen slow. Like, snails are definitely faster. I agree. I'm really disappointed with our government in some aspects, but I'm, I'm at least glad they're trying to get supplies over here easier. So then that way, you know, we have options to oh, keep yeah. ourselves safe. I'm just saying slow is too fast of a word for what we're dealing with right now, in my opinion. But you're you're not wrong. We should have been on top of this way sooner. But, you know, that's a different topic for later. <laughs> that, that's a political Excuse topic me. that I want yeah. to get to so bad. But we're, we're going well, to we, we'd be we'd be agreeing the whole entire time. It really wouldn't be much of a show. <laughs> yeah, it, it would just be the the fuck the president hour with Jax and Cloud, but we're we're not gonna do that right now. Anyway, yeah, let's get back on track on this one. So, one of the things I do want to actually point out to everybody is this is a difficult time. Don't don't get that twisted. We make jokes on this show. We try and keep it lighthearted, but at the end of the day, it is a very difficult time for a lot of people, and a lot of people are being affected by this. So, if I can say one thing when it comes to all this we have to keep our heads up we have to keep moving forward and we have to keep on keeping on we have to at least do our part where we can and if you can't do anything in particular that you think that would help you know the easiest thing that would help staying at home self-isolating making sure that you're safe making sure that your family's safe don't go out like a psychopath with no mask and no gloves and start rolling around in the dirt pretending that everything don't, don't party on weekends Jesus idiots. Christ. Oh, my God. Stop. Okay. I almost started <laughs> screaming into this mic. Parties on the weekend where everybody's like, oh, we're going to freaking go to this dude's house and have like a thousand person party during a pan. You dumb motherfucker. Okay. Anyway. All right. Let, let me let me calm down because I, I will go ham on a bitch. All right. I, I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. So. So while we're gibbering your ears off about this, listeners, we're here to talk about just this, everything that we've been talking about. 
What can you do during the pandemic or during isolation? This episode is COVID-19 Conventions and You. Basically, so what can you do during COVID-19 other than self-isolation, which we've been preaching to you about for like the past five to ten minutes? There are a couple different things that you can do, especially if you're an introvert. You can do a lot of things. So as most of us are cosplayers, prop makers, wig makers, you can finally catch up on your backlog of cosplays. Don't lie to me saying you don't have one. I know you do. You have that fabric and random bin in the corner over there. And right. and you and you have it like half started and you need to finish another half to just finish it. Just get it done. Don't why lie to me saying you don't have it. it it's there. I why see you it. Call, why are you calling me out like that? No, don't don't call me out like that hard. No, we also well, know. I, I was certain- just talking to our general listeners. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I have fabric that I'm staring at right now that I need to work on, but but you know, I'm also working, so it also depends on you know what you're doing during quarantine. That's to fair. be fair. Yeah, for me, I would say, hey, if you don't have much time, if you don't only have so little time during the day, especially if you're still working, my hat goes off to those people. Catch up on some shows on your on your downtime. Seriously, like there's plenty of shows that you can catch up on and. One thing I'm going to point out on this one, the One Piece Challenge, guys, why? Why is everybody ripping on One Piece in one massive unison? It is so fucking unnecessary. Well, One Piece is like, what, a thousand episodes, right? We, no, was we're like at 930. Oh, okay. I, I knew it was in the 900s or low 1000s. I couldn't remember the exact number. No, it's I'm not like gonna lie to you. No, if you want a challenge that you're gonna hate yourself for, watch all of Detective Conan from first episode to wherever oh, the fuck man, they are that, now. That that that'd be a lot. And if you did the movies too, oh my god, you you'd you be here time. twenty years. Yeah, I mean you have a lot of time to go through. That or you can just watch all of the Pokemon seasons back to back to back and try and make it through all that. That that's also gonna be a lot. Or shoot, watch the Inuyasha dub. That, that there's no joke there. Just watch the Inuyasha dub. You'll be here for at least a year. Speaking of that, that's getting a prequel reboot of some sort. So that's not Twitter a, today. I'm not sure if that's a if it's a reboot. I thought it was like the kids of the actual main cast. It's kids or it's a prequel. I need to do more research. I saw it briefly on Twitter before we started. Yeah, no, I I have a friend that's super hype about that series, and it's actually the kids. Now that that raises a lot of questions because yes, I it does. I understand Idiyasha Kagome, but they had Shishomaro in the picture too. And I'm just like, um, um, so who there's only like two people that three people that he could have had kids with. Um two of them I'm I'm hoping no. Yeah, I'm with you there. Now like, that I'm thinking about it. I don't want Jockin over here like producing offspring already. I I don't need to have that image. Yeah. And the other one, I don't think we even need to go there, but I, I think I know where you're going with it already. Yeah, that, no. That's yeah. some Twilight levels of cringe. No, thank you. Yes, it is. If you were, we're along the same page here. You said what I, I, what I need to heard, so, so, yep. so be good. But yeah, like I was saying, finish your backlog of cosplays. If you have like a prop that you need to finish or a wig, you can try doing that. Or, hey, if you want to start a new cosplay, and if you can somehow magically order the fabric, because I know... It's hard to order fabric online because it might be out or it takes a while to get to you. 
because I know I just ordered a shirt from Fan Gamer like in early April, and I didn't get to the last week of April, first week of May. Like it takes a bit for things to move. Shipping's a nightmare right now. Yeah. So if you want to make something new and it requires you to order something, order it now and expect to start in three months. I, I'd, I'd say like a month and a half too, realistically. I ordered some material for a cosplay that I wanted to have done by ASIN this year. The pandemic hit around the same time I ordered that stuff. It's still not here. Where did you order from those? In the country or out of the country? Out of the country. Oh, yeah. Out of the country is different than in the country. Because I was talking inside the country, not out, outside of the country. Outside of the country is a different ballgame. Because if you order outside of the country, I think it's like three to four months, in all honesty. Yeah, it already was. Now I'm just expecting to get it but, next year. Well, I mean, you also have to keep in mind when you ordered it, like, it depends if Chinese New Year was going on, and then there's, like, Golden Week, there's the International Independence Day. There are a couple of different holidays overseas that we don't celebrate here that also could have delayed your package even further because the people in China are off for, like, three to four weeks or whatever Eastern country you're thinking of. Oh, yeah. But that does bring up a good point. Order ahead. Always order ahead. Yeah, even, ordering ahead even after this. Yeah. yeah. One of the other things that you can do is, I'm not sure if we covered this yet, but find a new hobby. It sounds kind of weird. Yeah, like, I love making model kits. I honestly, before we even started the show, I almost started doing a Twitch stream just on model kits because I fucking love them. It doesn't have to be Gundam. I love cars. I, I still love model I still love freaking Gundams, but car model kits are the shit, man. But know. yeah, you can learn a new skill or you can hone one that maybe you thought you had some skill in, but you wanted to hone it more. So like maybe you want to practice drawing more or maybe you want to practice your writing more or something along those lines, or you could practice singing. Maybe like if you're a competitive gamer, you're, you're you practice your competitive game that you didn't have the free time to practice, you know, as much. So you have a couple of different options that, you know, you can do. And, and we're just kind of listing the tip of the iceberg here. We aren't doing, you know, the, whole gambit because if you know if we did the whole gambit we'd just be listening off a bunch of different things especially one thing that you can start learning now which i highly suggest you start at least picking up as a hobby cooking right now is literally the best time to learn how to cook yeah if you can find the right like ingredients when you go to the store it's a great time to cook you can learn how to cook you can maybe find more time efficient ways to cook things that way when things are back to normal you can you know cook within the means of your day-to-day life because i know the big issue for me when it comes to cooking is i'm always busy as hell so sometimes i don't have the time to cook a full meal like i want to there are times when I, where i can cook and i like doing it but there are times where you know the quick easy meals easier for me type thing and cook in bulk that'll actually save you some time too that but. too yeah but usually if you can spend like a quarter or half a day cooking and you can get out like all your meals done for one week that is one way to do it and then you just put the portions in the fridge and or freezer for a later date. Okay, speaking of cooking, one of the other things that we would like to actually suggest, stay healthy. Please, I know it's hard right now. Do things that actually benefit you. Exercise. Yeah. Eat, eat right. Less fatty foods. No more fast food. This is not the time to be going to McDonald's. Yeah. So when it comes to exercise... I'd recommend like doing like sit-ups, jumping jacks, and push-ups in your house and that type of stuff. And then when I go outside, I'll try and go for like a walk or a run just to get some movement in me and a change of scenery. 
because you know you you eventually get bored of being cooped up inside all day but just make sure you're social distancing when you are working out but other than that you should be fine i don't want to come healthy eating I'm trying to limit my fast food consumption if I am doing fast food to one lunch or one dinner a week. Other than that, I'm cooking at home. Make sure you're eating salad and you're getting in your fruits and your veggies. Stick to drinking like water and and juice and maybe Gatorade just to make sure you're keeping up, up your electrolytes. But you don't need to be eating like a ton of candy and a ton of ice cream. Because I know a lot of people are getting ice cream during quarantine. It's like Yes, I have ice cream, but like the ice cream I have is from what I got my wisdom teeth removed last year. Actually, I still haven't finished it. Like I've, I've hardly touched it actually. So you did that. I made donuts. Now, also for sit-ups, you know that's bad for your lower back, right? Well, you can do crunches. You don't have to do a full sit-up. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I'd, I'd say push-ups at that point, but that's that's a whole different ball of wax. But uh, I mean, it also depends at where you are in life and your body weight and all that other stuff. And my fat ass tries to run as much as humanly possible, so that's that's neither here. Well, you also have a tread. Well, you have the benefit of having a treadmill at home. I do not have. Yeah, because my my weeb ass decided that I was going to hook up my treadmill so that it's directly in front of my TV. So all I do is sit in front and watch Crunchyroll all day and run. Nothing wrong with that. As long as you can read while you're running, that's what matters. So. (laughs) (laughs) That is the fun shit. Like you know, all those old school anime openings where they're running. Are you doing the Naruto run like no. while, while you're watching Jesus them? Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> Do you realize how fast I will fall flat on my face if I try I'd to be Naruto dying run? of laughter, I'm not going to lie to you. I can't, I can't even <laughs> comprehend doing the Naruto run while watching Naruto. That That's like breaking the fourth wall in a weird way. <laughs> that is some space cops. No, no. <laughs> Fuck I think that. it needs to be done for science purposes now. Just for uh, kicks and giggles. The hell I will. No. I, I didn't say you had to. I just said it had to be done. It's probably been done before, but... Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere over the rainbow. But no, 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 no. Okay, one of the other things that we can do, considering ordering ahead, planning for next year. Seriously, guys, this is one-year quarantine. Well, There's always next year. What, what, one year is a little extreme. We're, we're assuming a year, to be fair. But honestly, if I had to fail my guess right now, when quarantine would be over, I'm assuming sometime between August and October. And that's being generous at this point. I'll be um, ready with you. Um, Probably next year, February. Could be. That's fair. I mean, it all depends on how well self-isolation goes and if we find a cure and how well we can get it spread. There, there's a lot of factors that would contribute to that, to be fair, right? Because I know basically the next convention that in our area that's still available that hasn't canceled yet is end of August, and that's Anime Magic. So Anime Magic could still happen, but it could also get pushed back and canceled. And that's why I'm and that's why I'm saying it, like that's the soonest we might be back to normal because it hasn't canceled yet. But as soon as that starts canceling, then that's probably when my time frame will change. But oh, yeah. well, for instance. Jax and I have started planning for next year. There is a convention on a cruise ship that Jax and I have been talking about that's after this February deadline that Jax mentioned. We're planning on doing that for next year. And I was planning a trip to Japan. And the irony about COVID-19 is like the week COVID-19 hit the U.S., my passport came to me in the mail. I don't know if my Japan trip is happening next year that we were planning, but maybe we don't know. It's kind of a 
up in the air right now because we don't know how travel is going to go and change, you know, no, right now. So I don't want to plan too far in advance and then be like, yeah, you have to get things canceled and you lose X amount of money because we can't refund, you know, X amount of fees. No, that's kind of why I was like, hey, we should do the cruise, which we will be hyping later on, by the way. Yeah. I, I, man, this is a this is a new venture for me because I haven't been on a cruise in many a moon. So. I've never been on a cruise, and it's my first convention. On Are a you cruise. kidding it's not me? Super exciting. I'm not kidding. The only time I had a chance to go on a cruise was my grandma's 80th birthday, I believe, when I was like between seven and ten somewhere. It's a long time ago, but basically, my grandma and my parents on my dad's side. Went from like Texas to Alaska, and but like I had to stay home, and they went on this cruise. So I've never been on a cruise. But keep in mind, I also never left the U.S. That's fair, and I left the U.S. more times than I'm willing to say out loud. But I also have family everywhere, and it's very concerning. See, all that time you spent traveling, I spent moving because of the amount of times I've moved, I'd rather not say aloud because it's concerningly high but that's a different topic for later <laughs> fair enough but yeah no we'll we'll hype the cruise later on because that's that's a whole separate beast but so, you could do you could play in cosplay groups uh like we said you could order supplies try and get stuff done i know some of my cosplays for asin got pushed back but we're still trying to plan that stuff out and get that stuff ready and i know jackson and i have been talking about it and i've been talking to commissioners about it so we have more time and more stuff to work on uh, but you can also gives you more time to hit your body goals if you're working out, because I know some people are like, I want to work out and get to this type of look before I cosplay this type thing. It gives you more time to work on stuff and maybe give, let you do a couple more trial runs before you do the finished product type thing. Because you can probably still get muslin someplace really cheap and make a mock up of a couple of different ways and then finally do the finished project type thing. Uh, and then even if you want to enter in like a masquerade or something like that, well, an online masquerade, because some conventions are doing online masquerades, which we'll get to in a bit, too, you could do that as well. And then if not, it's always ready for that first, you know, cosplay meetup as soon as quarantine is over, because I'm sure those will be popping up like crazy once this is done. Oh, yeah, no, I expect the nerds in the universe to just come out the woodworks like rabbit hyenas. But that's that's plenty of stuff that you can do. There's also gaming. And. This this might be the one silver lining that I have noticed. There are way too many bomb games that popped out of nowhere at the same time. Well, this has been like the best year for game releases since like 2017 or 2018. Like this year is phenomenal so far. And even the list we have it is it's the, the four short titles that we are listing are all really stellar, like A plus games. That's not even covering like the tip of the iceberg because there's more than this we're just covering this because they're like the big ones that have been happening during quarantine and are the ones i've been playing (laughs) yeah that too or or all my friends are playing one of the two you know right the first one that pays that my name pays homage to ff7 remake the first part is finally out and oh my god is Mm. this game such a joy to play Mm. I i basically have virtual no complaints about it like I, there, I there, there, there are a couple small complaints, but literally this game is almost perfect. No, I have one complaint and one complaint only. I know where you're going with it already. Yeah, I need. Why is Aerith alive at the end of the game? I need her gone. That's all I want. Bring back yeah. Jesse. <laughs> because it only covers up to the end of Midgar, unfortunately. I, I haven't been the game, but I know where the game ends because 
of and apartment hunting and because of working, I haven't been able to beat the game yet, but I know where the game ends. Uh, I, and I know that they've changed things. Yeah, I know. I like that they fleshed out the world more. The combat's so fun. The mini games are great. The music is got even better. Like the original FF7 soundtrack was so fucking good. And they just improved it like a hundred times. Oh my God. It's so yeah. good. I have I no love complaints it so about the soundtrack. That no, soundtrack was sexy. I'm glad I got that deluxe edition with the soundtrack and all the extra stuff. Totally worth it for 20 bucks. Hell yes. You kidding me? Man. No. That, again, there's very little complaints from me from that game. Except I want my Jesse back. But that's it. Outside of that. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm, I'm just wondering when part two is going to come out and how many parts it's going to be. I'm assuming it's going to be three parts like the original game. Or I'm hoping that's what it's going to be, but I'm just hoping it's not like too many parts. I'm hoping they're all $60, but that's a giant that would, question mark going forward, to be fair. That, that would piss me off, personally. But no, there is one thing that I will actually say about this game. Now, if you haven't noticed, I've never, even when I was younger and played through Final Fantasy VII, I've never liked Aerith. I've always been more of a Tifa Yuffie person, but one thing that this game did was actually flip my script a little bit and make me like Era for one crucial moment. And this girl pulled out a freaking folding chair and beat somebody. That I saw that. that. Was, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. That was enough for me to be like, you know what? There are some qualities about the. Why are you carrying around the staff, please? Somebody on PC mod this character so that she just is coming out of nowhere popping people with that chair. Just have the folding chair be a weapon, and then in the scene she just uses her staff instead. That'd just be like the ultimate switch around. It'd be beautiful if they did that. But, like, they fleshed out her character so much more in this game. Actually, they fleshed out everyone's character more in this game, and it really helps so much. I think it's so... Like, the world is just so much, has so much life breath breathed into it, and it's just, oh my goodness, it's so good. Now, just remake Final Fantasy IX, and I'll be, like, the happiest person of all time. You know, I thought they were gonna. I'm well, not gonna lie. Well, they've done, like, remastered versions of, like, 8, 9, and 10, but, like, I really want that FF9 remake. Spoilers, if you can't guess what my favorite FF is, it's 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 9. I really want that one remade. Also, let me let me just say one thing before we move on from Final Fantasy VII. The guest appearance of Keanu Reeves and Keegan Michael Key was surprising. That caught me clear off guard, man. Wait, there must be a part that I haven't gotten to yet. Are Look, you, are, if you okay, are, I'm gonna help you out here. There's a character in Final Fantasy VII literally named Reeves that looks spot on like Keanu Reeves. Okay, I thought that, that's what you were getting at, so I, I'm thinking right. Okay. Yeah, and I thought you were actually being serious for a moment. <laughs> I look, if they told me that Keanu Reeves and Keegan Michael Key were actually in this game doing like the body doubles and all that, I, I would not be surprised. They look. I wouldn't be surprised if they even did like a line or two because the amount of voice actors in this game is insane, actually. Yeah. That because like all the small little parts around town that people do, they have different voice actors for like them all. They're literally like uh, two hundred voice actors. I swear to God, not that even is- a joke. That is the good shit. Now, speaking of beautiful game, Resi 3, Resi 3 was beauty. Well, I like, I like Resident Evil 3 as a game, but I have my issues with it. It's not bad, but it's not 
like game of the year status like i feel like ff7 is if that makes sense well yeah no ff7 had the spit shine going for it resi resi 3 felt for me it felt like a resident evil game should well it feels like resident evil game the big part that kills me when it comes to resident evil 3 is they removed like the whole clock tower section yeah and, and that's what bothers me the most because that was that's a big part of that game and they also removed a lot of the puzzles and when i think of like the classic Resident Evil and Dino Crisis, because uh, there's a Dino Crisis mod for this RE3 remake already, and, and it's a thing of beauty, and I'm going to recommend you to play it. I also got a Dino Crisis shirt in the email. That was the shirt I was talking about earlier. Also a thing of beauty. It's on my Twitter. But anyways, back to this. Those games are all puzzle heavy, or they had like a decent amount of puzzles. In this one, I just think it's like the subway puzzle in like the beginning of the game. And then there's, like, that maze to turn on, like, the power generator. But that's, like, really it. There aren't really that many puzzles compared to the old games. And that's kind of a bummer for me because I liked kind of doing the puzzles and, like, figuring that stuff out. I thought that was fun. Yeah, no, you're right, actually. And the thing that I personally believe is they streamlined it to keep the story, like, the two different stories actually straight forward with each other. Yeah, I do think that they streamlined the story story to make it go a little bit further but like when i think about the story from resident evil 3 there's definitely some parts removed nemesis isn't nearly as intimidating and threatening as he was his story bits are a bit more scripted in the game unfortunately yeah. I'd argue. and like they added more boss fights with nemesis to make up for it which makes sense on the harder difficulties there's somewhere you just like die and die in one hit and if you don't dodge like, everything perfectly, you're dead and you have to start over from square one. And that doesn't sound the most fun to me, but like I've seen people doing it that way and it is beatable, but it looks like a nightmare for some people, for yeah. lack of a better word. Also keep in mind, they did, is Operation Resistant or whatever that online multiplayer game is that they did along with the game? Yeah. But because I... they added on that and they're focusing on that at the same time, I'm assuming that's why some of the changes went through. But if they added on, like, some DLC with, like, a clock tower segment with, like, some more puzzles and maybe, like, some some of the additional story stuff that they, they took out, it'd probably improve the game for me more if that was, like, a free DLC or, like, a cheap DLC that they added on. Yeah, I can dig that. Plus, it'd be fun to speedrun. Not gonna lie. Yeah, no, it would. Yeah. Okay. Now, we'll switch out from Resi and we'll flip, we'll flip two things on the list because I, I want this to trend up. Speaking of zombies, speaking of hell, let's talk about Doom Eternal and that giant soundtrack of good. It's that... a very good game. It looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Now, the final boss, I'm not without spoiling it, it's kind of a drag because it's simple. But honestly, the entire game is a work of art. The music that's pumping through it all, everything is perfect. And, oh, man, I fucking love that game. I don't know why, but I started cranking up the old school soundtracks in my headset while I'm playing through it, and it just felt right. There's nothing wrong with that. Man. Sometimes that's the best way to do it. Well, yeah. Sometimes you just like that classic soundtrack, and you just want to listen to that all day. <laughs> Dude, I do that all the time, and it's kind of sad. But I can, there's very little to talk about about Doom Eternal that hasn't already been talked about, which is kind of funny, because let's talk about Doom Guy's favorite best friend, who is the talk of the town right now. Yeah, because they released on the same day, or at least they were supposed to, because just while you're getting cozy in your home, your 
you're making a home and then paying it off the top nook. And yeah, you're making that. way more money in game than you would in real life, unfortunately. Because if I could do the things you could do in Animal Crossing to make money, I'd probably do them in real life and probably be making just as much bank. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do you honestly think that this show would be on the shoestring budget that it is now if we were making money selling turnips? I know, right? Damn, you get like, what, 10000 for like one or something? or and That's like on sale day, I think, if I remember right. Yeah. That's Sunday each week. I haven't even played this game, but I know when I know when turnip days. <laughs> I can tell you that much. It's all over Twitter. Like Twitter tells me everything I need to know about the game. I mean, I played the one on the 3DS, and that one's fun. But I mean, you get to create a town, you get to create your own house, you get to dress up your character, you get to, you know, explore the landscape and catch all the fish, and there's a bunch of different activities for you to do. And I know that the holidays spice thing up because I know like Christmas has its stuff, Halloween has its stuff, and et cetera, et cetera. Your birthday. And um, Easter, we don't talk about Easter. For reasons. Fuck that rabbit. Well, yeah. Maybe because it offends our lord and saviors of Boomafoo. Well, yeah. He, he Look, I'm sorry, but that rabbit offends a Boomafoo deeply. Yeah, on many personal levels. We we had to talk about it at a corporate meeting, and, and you know, it, it just got into the whole issue. And then Bob from accounting was being a dick like normal, and, you know, look, the, the usual, the usual. And our saviors started lighting people on fire. I was all right with that part. That was hilarious. But... That, I that's mean, a that, that's just problem. a typical Tuesday at that point. I mean, come on. It's not a Tuesday if no one gets lit on fire. I well, mean, that's true. But at the same time, you also have to worry about the sacrificial intern and all that other shit. Yeah, and, I mean, sem- semantics, semantics. Yeah, neither here nor there. But uh, talking about that aside, Doom Eternal, Animal Crossing, all that shit, it's all been good. And then the like anime- you've had plenty of things to do video game wise if you're a gamer. And then like that's not getting into like Valorant or any of the other new games that have been coming out. Like there's tons to do. Man. Now, like you were saying, as for anime announcements, that's yeah. like been like the one good thing during quarantine for me. For you, all, like the fun anime announcements other than gaming. Yeah. Why do you have to piss on my parade like that? Because my parade's been pissed off so bad. Well, for me, as I'm going to be geeking out for a second. So my favorite magical girl anime, Tokyo Mew Mew, is getting a reboot. And I'm so hyped. If you want to do a Tokyo Mew Mew group of the new outfits, please message me. I am totally down. And as soon as quarantine is over, we can do all the cute group shots together. Please. I need this in my life. I mean, the new anime isn't coming out till next year, but I know what the new outfits like are, look like because the manga has been released. But I'm totally down. Message me, friends. Please. And One Piece is on an indefinite hiatus. I know. It's kind of sad. I did watch an interesting video about that explained the whole history of One Piece, and it's like a five-hour video, but that was super informative. If you want to learn about One Piece and catch up like the super fast way, that's one way you can do it, because that's how I did it. Yeah. Honestly, for me, it's One Piece has the same amount of lore, if not more, than Guilty Gear. And I oh, love, yeah, for sure. I love me some Guilty Gear. And the beta's out for that, speaking of, of games. Like, you can play I the know. new Guilty Gear beta. And it's, I've heard it has online connection issues, but other than that, the gameplay's really solid, actually. Oh, yeah. What I've seen. Like, I might actually switch my mains up for this game, because... May's oh. new outfit is really fucking adorable. Oh, my God, is that Dude, cute. Dude, no. May, May was, my, was my girl for the longest time. 
because she was spunky and adorable, and she can summon dolphins to murder people. That's now, the best part, summoning the dolphins. Now she's summoning dolphins with a vengeance, and I'm happy. Oh, man. Plus, the, the soundtrack is still bumping. Oh, that yeah, is... of course the soundtrack is still bumping. Uh, I can't remember which which trailer it was before the quarantine, but there was one that they, I think they announced that, like, at a fighting game tournament, and literally, like, while the trailer was playing, like, uh, the metal intro for the game, like, you could hear the crowd singing along, like, with the trailer. It was actually a thing of beauty, actually. blazing, still my heart is raised. Yeah, Fuck, I love... Yeah, Smell of the Game is on my phone right now as a, as a ringtone, by the way. The song is so fucking good. Yeah. Oh. It's just like Pull My Devil Trigger when that was when that was playing. Like, people were singing that all the fucking time. Pull My Devil Trigger is still iffy to me. It's I not, like that one a lot. It's not the Devil's Cry, though. That's fair. The main reason Devil Trigger worked for me is because it was the same time Smash Ultimate was coming out, and then Isaac from I was hoping Isaac from Golden Sun would get it in. No. Someone made like a uh, a uh, a Golden Sun version of Devil Trigger that had to deal with Golden Sun, and they 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 did like a mashup, and it was actually really cool, and I liked it, and that really got helped me get on board. Oh yeah, I can feel you on that one. For me, mm. The only song, the only opening from Devil May Cry that actually put me up was When Devils Cry, because that was that was a thing of beauty. That trailer when it first dropped of Dante and Virgil fighting in the rain, that, oh, that was all I needed to buy that game. I digress. Fair enough. So One Piece is on an indefinite hiatus. I'm a little bit worried about other series, but right now we're actually seeing some really good interesting series that are coming out like crunchyroll originals we've got tower what was the tower of god i want to say yeah tower of god uh and then like we we're talking about earlier inuasha is gonna have you know that new anime coming out and sailor moon was releasing episodes online on youtube for a bit but i think that's japan only then i know the movie's gonna be getting pushed back but like they're still releasing new episodes of the seasonal anime that hasn't stopped yet because I know it stopped for a period of time, but yeah. after a bit it looks like it's continued and that looks to be the trend. And one of the things that Hulu is doing right now that hyped me the fuck up, shout out to my boy in Michigan who told me about this a couple of days ago, Walk Fu is getting another season and it's going on Hulu. Holy shit, am I ready for this? Oh wow, really? That's Dude. actually pretty interesting. Nice. I know, right? It's a fucking good series, and it's scary how good it is. I usually don't... I was not expecting this series to be as good as it was. But, damn, is it good. Boo, it is a series, if I've ever seen one. Go watch it, watch the movies. It, it's worth it, trust me. I know Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds is streaming on YouTube, because I've seen it pop up multiple times while I'm just scrolling. I mean, it's not bad, it's just I prefer, you know, the original Yu-Gi-Oh! and, like, GX, because that's what I grew up with. I mean, fair, yeah. Okay, so let's actually hit the meat and potatoes of this episode. Let's talk about conventions right now that are going on. Now, when it comes to conventions, like we said earlier, certain conventions are streaming. We don't have a full, concise list because this is kind of a fresh Band-Aid that's being pulled as it goes. So keep a weather eye. We'll try and hype up as many as we can as it comes out. But before this... It was what? Craftchella, I think you were talking yeah. about? Yeah, so Craftchella was the first one I saw, and I saw it announced on Twitter. Uh, and then part of that was due to Twitter drama, because what happened was is that they were 
people were complaining that the cast of cosplayers that they got weren't racially diverse enough. Uh, mainly because there weren't any people of color on the cast, but they had every other group represented. And then they eventually changed that, but it was like the first convention I saw that was advertised that was going to be on Twitch. It was going to be Friday through Sunday. And at certain times, certain panels were going to be on about certain topics. And they were at least them ahead of time. So that way you could kind of plan your day out if you want, you know, catch all of them. And it was really neat and very informative, actually. But that was the first time I saw, like, a convention try and do something on Twitch. Uh, And obviously, because it's the first of something, it had its growing pains, which we saw as there was that backlash on Twitter. And there's some more going that they were talking about doing further. And then there are other people going to be trying to create something that's similar, but, you know, includes this and that. And they think it's going to be better. Basically, their own version of Blackjack and Hookers. But, oh, know. yeah. Also, uh, we haven't really talked about this personally, but GDQ has been doing the coronavirus uh, speed runs. And personally, I think that's a very well thinking forward. A lot of money is actually being donating towards organizations that are actually trying to help this situation. And much respect to all the speedrunners that are actually supporting as much respect to the people that are donating in on this yeah but, there are a lot of speedrunners that are doing like charities or a lot of groups that are doing charities like on twitch to help support research yeah. or medical on the virus and because you know twitch or some other platform is being used it's why we're bringing it up here because mainly because all of these are happening on twitch or 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 similar live streaming service you know so because, you know, Craftella took off to an extent. Actual conventions are now starting to do it. Anime St. Louis was a week ago, two weeks ago? Yeah. And, you know? yeah, I had a chance to look into the Discord that they were using. They they didn't use Twitch, if I remember correctly. But they were using Discord to do essentially everything a convention should. You had a gaming room where people were saying, hey, looking for group, fun stuff like that. People were streaming different games left and right. You had DJs that were popping up doing live sets. That was pretty cool. You had panels that were popping in and out on scheduled times. You had, I wouldn't really call it a masquerade, but people showing off what they were working on. Honestly, it was the bare-bones skeleton of a good convention, and I, I had no complaints. It in this situation, it was what I needed, honestly. Now, we have other conventions that we know are trying to do the exact same thing. Well, not fully, yeah. but they're trying to do streams. Yeah, ASEN's coming up. They sent out, like, an email, basically, and with a list of stuff that they're trying to do to, like, tie things over. So they released, like, a list of the dealers and the artists, Alley, on, like, their page. So that way, if you want to support the artists and dealers online, you can do it that way. So that's their way of, like, assisting out artists and dealers. And a lot of conventions have been doing that. So, like, hey, if the convention's not happening, but you still want to support these people, here you go. But what ASIN's trying to do is they're trying to do, like, a stream where they'll have, like, a masquerade where they'll show off people who want to enter enter in with their costumes. They'll have DJs on later on for a dance. They're going to have a drag show done by Oriana, uh, which I participated in the first one way back at the day at Anime World Chicago. Uh, I'm sure that video is still on YouTube somewhere if you really want to find it, but it's it, it, I know it's out there because I've seen it. And then they're also trying to do panels on certain topics. You know, it's going to be a rotating schedule. 
And then, like Jack said, they'll probably have like a game room where, like, hey, if you're looking for a group to play a game, you can do it and play that way. Yeah. That basically covers everything, I think. I believe so. But as I was saying, keep a weather eye out for if a convention is going to be streaming. If you find out before we do, or even if even still, honestly, forward it to us so we can actually hype it as much as possible. Because we all need to come together, no matter what convention, we're all going to try and come together on this one. And even if, like, your local convention might get canceled and they don't do anything, someone in your local scene might try and do something to try and give you something to do. Because I've seen a couple different groups around the ASAD weekend of people trying to plan things similar to this, where there's like, hey, we'll also be doing panels, if people want to show up their outfits that they're working on, you can go here type thing so right. there, there are a couple of different avenues so maybe if your convention isn't doing one maybe someone in your local scene or maybe you and your friends can get together and start something and then spread it around and then try and start one for like your local area on note of conventions who haven't canceled yet this is this is something that a lot of people just need to hear try not to slant actually you know what screw that don't slam pages that are still going on or even the ones that have canceled. Seriously, it is not in their power. Yeah, there's a bit of red tape when it comes to this. Basically, when they sign a contract, if they try and get out too early, they can be hit with fines. And if they get hit with fines, larger conventions might be fine. But for smaller conventions, that might kill them and they might not be able to run for like maybe two to four years. And then it had to be at a new venue, too. It couldn't be at the same venue. So, or indefinitely. Yeah. Right. So so basically, because of COVID-19, we might be losing out on some small conventions for, you know, maybe two to three years, depending on what happens. You know, larger conventions have, you know, funds to fall back on or at least like an association of some sort. But smaller conventions don't really have that luxury. Yeah, that's kind of one of those things that you really have to be careful about, especially with these type of things. So, again, if you don't see a convention pull up from this one you kind of know the reason why now this entire pandemic is affecting people more than they think and yeah definitely yeah Yeah. so flipping back from that sad thought let's actually hop back over to the cosplay side now this is something uh klausman spitballing to me when we've had a funny conversation about about like cosplay ideas for when quarantine is over but you still want to like practice social distancing at your first con because you know once quarantine is over you do stuff but because it's going to be like the first convention after you know quarantine people probably are going to be thinking ahead so you might still want to be prepared right all right so i was like well what are some cosplays that you can do where you can go out and still be safe and practice social distancing and not maybe be as risky as other people around you because some cosplay outfits can get pretty skimpy. <laughs> yeah. We're talking so, to sexy no jitsus. We're talking to Yokos. We're talking all those fun ones. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you said Yoko. And I mean, and I mean, there are more. There are those swimsuit cosplays and stuff like that. So I've been watching a bunch of streams in my free time while I'm working on stuff. I've seen some streamers do super monkey ball races. And I was like, that would be a great 
quarantine cosplay because you're literally in a ball and you can dress up like a monkey and roll around a convention and you know still be safe that sounds like a really fun idea and i also kind of tied into like wanting to do like an initial d cosplay because i thought it'd be fun to you know like make a car but it's instead of in a car you're in a ball is what i was thinking that'd be kind of fun but then there's the whole if you know how to do it gundams giant robots all that fun stuff yeah I mean, there are tutorials online for stuff like that, or I'd look at a tutorial online and then I definitely blueprint it before you start building it. Because I know I still want to make one. It sounds really fun. And another option is superheroes who have a full suit. So something like Spider-Man where he has a mask and, you know, gloves. So you want something that covers your whole body type thing. Right. Then you have knights like Goblin Slayer or, hell, Nightmare from Soul Calibur. Yeah. That would work, too, yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of options. Hell, if you really want to go outside of the cosplay realm, let's talk about Stormtroopers. Yeah, no, for sure. You can do stuff from movies, too. No, no issue there. Right. Or any nerdy fandom, but just something that covers, you know, your face and your hands, mainly. Yeah. Or, or uh, maybe you get, like, a scarf instead of, like, a, a mask, but, you know, they're, they're, I think there's some flexibility. Jazz, do you know what time it is? Mm, no, it's, it's pretty late. I know that much. It's time to get down to business. To defeat the Huns? Yes, and to announce our contests. Yes, so we have two contests going on right now. Now, the first is one that is more recent. We posted up about the audiobook contest. We're actually going to push that back a little bit due to the whole virus thing and give you guys a little bit more time. Yeah, and if you didn't hear about the contest because our last episode was an interview... We did announce the contest at the end of the interview. And basically, if you share the post that we did on Facebook or Twitter, you like it, and you tag your name on either Facebook or Twitter in the comment section, that gets you one entry. It's going to be a raffle on our next episode to make sure that everyone fully understands. The next episode, we will be announcing the winners. Yeah, and what is the number of winners? The number of winners is two. We will be announcing the two winners on our next episode. Yes. Now, let's talk about the other contest. Now, our other contest, featuring Chris Brown of the Midwest convention scene, we are still raising money for equipment. Now, while Jax and I have been slowly upgrading during the coronavirus times, we still do need your help, and we would greatly appreciate it if you can help us. And then once we do meet our goal, we will do this episode. Uh, we announced this bonus episode idea on a video with Brad Duct Tape Hale on his YouTube channel where we ate hot gummy worms. God, um, I hated them so much. It was, they weren't that bad. But then again, I have a hot pepper panel, so like I was kind of used to it. It I'm tasted not, like acetone and regret. I'm just saying. But I mean, it could have been worse, but that that's just me. Could have been clowns and sadness. But True. Anyway. Or root beer floats. Oh, God, no. Yep. Don't. There, there's don't, the reaction I expected. Don't you bring that heresy to me. Now so, we have so Jax, a... Jax, now I, now I have a question for you. No. Okay. So, Jax, no. which do you hate more? Root beer floats or snow halation? Root beer floats has a deep-seated point in my heart. Snow halation is just annoying. Nothing trumps fucking root beer floats in my heart. Just so you know, Jax, I'm looking forward to showing you the new Snow Halation in 3D and the new Love Life game when I next see you. It's going to be a joyous occasion. I, I know I'm probably going to gonna, 
I know I'm going to be bruised in some way, shape, or form, but it's totally going to be worth it. You know, I bought sound-canceling headphones for an, for this exact reason. For this fair. exact reason. That That's fair. I mean, so I'll, I don't I'll, have find, to way, I'll, I'll find a way to, to do it when you don't have them on you. But, but then I'll have fine. to hear your screams as I beat you senseless for putting snow elation in my home once more. I'll be fine. Oh, you won't. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, you know how many times you've hit me and I'm just like, eh, it's another Tuesday? Like, yeah, this is true. You're strangely malleable. I, I don't fully understand. It's like beating pudding. It, it's weird. It's like I'm part slime or something. Yeah, it's weird. But, eh. Alright, so I guess that's pretty much everything that we have for this episode. Yeah, we just wanted to kind of end this episode on a sincere note, just due to how everything's going on. Yeah, so honestly, to all my nerds, all my family, all of you guys, I love you all to death. If there's one thing I want to pass on a long period with this episode is that, honestly, to quote Trigun, the ticket to the future is always blank. We're going to get through this, and when it's all over, I honestly can't wait to see you all at the next con. Yes, please stay safe, and please do what you can to stay safe during this time. That We do look forward to seeing you at the next events when they are able to go on again. So if you would like to follow us on social media or support us, you can contact us at the following. So on Twitter, we are there at Conventional Crew without the E. Our email is conventionalthepodcast at gmail.com. Facebook, we can be reached at the Conventional Podcast, and then we're currently working on an Instagram and YouTube to provide content for you there. And if you want to support us, we are on Patreon. The link will be in the description. You want to hit us up on Coffee? If you want to get a shout-out on the show, definitely pop up on there. We will say damn near anything within reason. Anything bad, we'll have cabbage thrown at. And bombs, as per usual. That's also a great way to ask us questions if you have a question. Or just email us one way or another. We'll fucking answer you. Yeah, we're pretty down to be responsive and then we yeah. also do have our discord if you want to ask us a question there but make sure you add us yeah but that being said now that being said as always we have come to the end of our time that we have and this time we're in separate places yep this is Jax. and this is cloud and we're signing off but not for the last time for sure definitely peace, peace.